Welcome to the Homeschool Unlocked podcast, the show that helps parents see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. So forget fear. You can inspire. You can guide your child. Homeschool Unlocked. It's not school. It's life. Hello, Homeschool Unlocked family. We have a special guest with us today. Her name is Mila. Let me ask her some jokes because we're going to be talking about chores today. Mila, why was the broom late? I don't know. Tell me. It overswept. (laughs) Dad jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Told by mom. Uh, Do you know who cleans the bottom of the ocean? I don't. Tell me. A mermaid. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and hey, last one. Did you hear about the messy bed? I have not. Tell me. Yeah, I made it up. <laughs> All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about chores. So when they were little, we looked at chores as normal, as necessary, as good, as helpful. And we spent our time focusing on those things first and then the other kind of more academic things were kind of like icing on the cake. So if their chores weren't done, they wouldn't get to do those other academic activities. Um, and that seems almost counterintuitive, but really it, it, it served us well. And who better to ask about chores than our daughter, Mila, who is number three of six. She is 16 years old, and um, Mila, can you give me three adjectives that describe you? Yes, of course. And I'll tell you if I agree or not. <laughs> My three are observant, okay, creative, and organized. <laughs> I agree with this. All right, and how about, can you tell us three things about yourself? Yeah, number one is I really like performing, whether that's in school or in theater Um, Number two is I enjoy having a big family. Number three is I really love little. And that's really, truly, that is such a blessing because she is not only the middle child, so she has older siblings and younger ones, and that can present its own challenges, I understand. But her three younger siblings are all boys. All boys. And so I think that's really wonderful for her to enjoy a big family and little kids being a middle child with three younger brothers. (laughs) Wow, awesome. Mila, would you mind telling me a little bit about what you do with your free time? Tell me two things you like to do. Two things I like to do are I like to read different books. Sometimes I'll flip-flop between books. And um, something else I like to do, I like to clean um, different areas in my room, just to re-clean them, make sure (laughs) that they're nice and neat for me. (laughs) Me, I walked into the room funny story. And I'm like, oh my gosh, look, Naomi made her bed. And she just looked at me and she said, the bed is made, but not by Naomi. That was Mila's doing. She, they do share a room, but they, um, each have different approaches to how they (laughs) like to keep the room. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, Mila, let me see. I want to start by asking you some questions about chores. Now, you know that in our house, we each have chores. Mm -hmm. Mom has chores. Dad has chores. We each have responsibilities. I want to get to a couple different things uh, with that, but let me start by asking you, what are some chores that you've had growing up? Different chores I've had growing up, um, laundry for myself, but also for like different towels, bed sheets, dishes, bathroom, different trash cans. Um, Yeah, 
feeding feeding our pets, feeding our dog. Okay. And what is one thing that you believe working on chores and having chores has taught you as a young adult? Definitely consistency. Like I know that no matter what's going on in my day, that's something that has to get done. And even now it's like different things with schoolwork or different performances. It's something that I have to do no matter how my day is going. I know that we, like you said, we each have chores. And for example, when I have a lot going on, if I'm not going to clean the bathroom, I actually ask, hey, I'm going to pay somebody who would like to take over that chore for me for that week, right? So I would love to know something special about being the middle child. Sometimes that doesn't get talked about in the best light, but you you like it. Tell me why. I do. I like being the middle child. I feel like certain things have already been done with like the older children and they're kind of like the guinea pigs like people always say. <laughs> but I'm not the youngest child where everything's like a little easier for me. I feel like with my youngest brother... I'll try to spoil him because I think he's just the cutest thing. But I feel like I'm in a good position because I get an even amount of both. And that's really why I like it. I love you. As the middle child, Mm -hmm. a responsibility that you were given by one of your older siblings and then that you have now passed on to your younger sibling. So I'm thinking in particular of dish duty. (laughs) Dish duty, as Nacho Libre would say. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. My sister did um, the dishes for a really long time, and when it was time for her to give it to somebody else, it was me, you know, I was the next child, I was ready for it. And so I started doing breakfast dishes at first, and then it moved on to doing breakfast and lunch. And she definitely, she taught me her little routine, and then slowly it became my own routine. It was my turn to do it, and I remember Naomi, um, had this little apron that my grandma Nana made for her and it was this cute little white apron with little sun buttons and when I started doing the dishes I got the apron and it was special because it was made specifically for my sister and now my sister was like it's your turn and and also Nana was not a seamstress she she made this apron special for Naomi Mm -hmm. and it was a huge endeavor for her to take on and she even had it like it had little pleats in the front and pockets yeah it was it was it was a really good apron um and so that was part of me um growing and and getting those dishes and then when it was my turn to give it to my younger brother I taught him my way of doing the dishes but I do breakfast or I did breakfast and lunch dishes and my other brother did dinner dishes and so I went to my other brother who does dinner dishes and I was like hey do you mind teaching him your ways because now you guys are going to be little co-partners and so he did and so Um, Joel, my brother, he learned from two people how to do dishes differently, but in ways that we both like. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. Even for chores, the dishes, there's many ways, approaches to doing the dishes. And so you had Mila and her younger brother, Johan, and Johan's one and a half years younger than you. And so you and Johan had dishes. You had breakfast and lunch, and Johan had dinner. And at that point, and the reason for that is just because everyone's getting bigger, everyone's eating more. And so instead of one person doing dishes all the day, we chopped it up in that into those two time slots. Johan and Mila had to learn how to share the dishwasher. We had to, this was a thing, right? Yeah, we had to talk real. about who, <laughs> tell us a little bit about that. 
So we had to go over who could use the dishwasher because with me doing breakfast and lunch and him doing dinner, there was about the same amount of dishes. And, you know, we have one dishwasher. You got to figure out how to put all that stuff in the dishwasher. And so um, after many talks <laughs> and many arguments, <laughs> um, we had to find a way. So mom and we talked we talked to mom and dad we were like we are just getting frustrated we want to know how to do this so we split it up um that i got the top of the dishwasher and he got the bottom and if we wanted to switch or if we needed to switch we needed to talk to the other person before we did yep so that meant at dinner when we had the larger dinner plates johan got the bottom rack but all these things all these little things that have to get discussed are part of our homeschool experience there is a lot of conversations even over simple chores and so mila and johan were working it out and and mind you they didn't always like how the other person did the dishes but it got you know we had to arrange that you could only touch your rack so if you <laughs> saw the other person's rack and didn't like how they had set up their dishes in their in the dish rack then it didn't matter you couldn't touch their dishes johan and Mila had to then, this chore has been passed on to Joelle mostly now, and they had to both work together to train Joelle. Yeah. And so that's part of it is if you want someone else to take over your responsibility, you have to do two things. One is work out a payment with them because even if I have a responsibility and I'm not going to do it, then I'm paying one of my kids like, okay, I'm not going to do the bathroom. I'm going to, I'm going to pay this much money or how much do you want to charge? And we work out a deal for them to take over that chore for me for whatever the, the time is. But the other thing is you have to then train the other person until the other person is trained to properly carry out that chore. You are not off the hook. So you have to inspect what you expect and you are still held responsible if the dishes were not done properly by one of the younger siblings, then whoever the older sibling was that was training them, they had to pick up the slack. They had to fix that until the younger one was completely able to do it on their own. Yeah, and definitely while I was teaching Joelle, I was like, I'm not coming back to this chore, <laughs> so I need you to do your very best. And I think it also helped because, you know, I'm with him. I'm standing with him as I'm teaching him. I'm not just like, figure it out. So I was with him a lot. We went one by one, you know, how to do the cups, how to do the plates. If it's greasy, what do I do? Um, how to do the sponge properly, how to clean the sponge properly. That way everything was done correctly and it didn't have to come back to me because I know Joelle is, is going to be consistent now. And a few reasons why summer is a great time to work on chores is, one, you have a different schedule. So you can actually set aside more time to figure out what's going to work for your family. Who's going to take on what chore for this upcoming school year or at least for the next few months? Number two, you have the time to actually get rid of things and declutter. So if it's taking too much time to work on the laundry, maybe you need to get rid of laundry so that you can actually, you can donate that to someone who's going to benefit from it. And then you actually have less to fold and put away. And Mila, I would love for you to elaborate on that um, in a minute. And number three, you can actually do more with your chores. So for example, if you're wanting to work on cooking, you can maybe plan a day, like a staycation kind of day, you're at home, and all day you're going to be cooking together, you have bought um, more expensive ingredients, maybe you're going to practice and um, cook a more elaborate meal, maybe, you know, a three course meal or something like that. And we actually had that 
last summer where Mila and Johan started really cooking more and they would have two days a week. They would have either breakfast and lunch and you'd kind of make the same thing for breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner. Same thing for lunch that you have for dinner. And that means that they actually have to come up and look through recipes, come up with a list, look at the prices, all that stuff. Those are all skills that you're building. And you know, for example, with breakfast, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It could be oatmeal on Mondays and waffles on Tuesday. And you're working in, you know, one thing that with our breakfast, we have our ProBio 5 and our BioCleanse. And you're helping them realize the importance of even setting up the night before and getting ready in the day and starting the day right. Because we have a lot of little hungry tummies in the morning. But Tell me more about that whole laundry endeavor. Okay, so typically I avoid the boys' room. I don't have a reason to be in there, so I'm not going to be in there. (laughs) And so earlier this year, I went in the boys' room with mom, and she was like, I need your help. They just got a lot of stuff, and it's everywhere. And sure enough, it was everywhere. Um, They have a pretty big area down there, and it was just full of stuff that nobody had touched or even seen for a really long time in drawers there were just clothes everywhere their beds were not made which hurts me and it was just very unclean and and the reason I asked Mila is because when I whenever I need to declutter I ask Mila ahead of time hey sweetie would you give me x amount of time because I literally need you to be right by me as I declutter I need you to look at me and say yes or no to the things that I need to let go of or to keep and she's very good at that and and so I knew I I need help decluttering the boys room and the person for that is Mila. When it comes to these things I'm not the softest person. I know (laughs) what needs to be done and I'm there to get it done and also I'm somebody who's going to just do it. I'm not going to try to take breaks to avoid it because I like things a certain way. And so it took, we took a, mom took me downstairs and we looked at what was going on. And immediately I saw just this big dresser and I just said, I was like, we need to get rid of this dresser. And it was a big dresser, which means we have to find a place for everything inside the dresser. And so I sat down with one of my younger brothers and I was like, you're helping me for the day. We're about to get rid of half of your stuff, probably more. And it was hard for him. And it was not only because there was good stuff in there, but there was just stuff he hadn't seen for a long time, which is why I was strict about just getting rid of it. So we got our big plastic bags, and I just told him, I said, if it goes in this one, we're keeping it. If it goes in this one, we're donating it. If it goes in this one, we're throwing it away. And we did. We we got rid of the entire dresser and everything in the dresser. We narrowed their toys down and their clothes down and then different special items that they had we made it fit in a box, and if it didn't fit in the box, you had to rethink how these things have to go in the box. The same thing for their clothes, the same thing for their bed area. If it doesn't fit, it doesn't need to stay, and even if it does, it might not stay. And uh, we it went was from, fun. Yeah, we went from a dresser that had nine drawers to getting rid of all that clothes, everything that was on top of the dresser, because we had like milk crates with books and then stuff on top of that. Got rid of all of that. Um, how did you know how much to let them keep? Because I know that you even 
I mean, I would have let them keep more clothes and more stuff, but that's why I needed your help because we tried that before and it it wasn't manageable for them. So how did you know how much they could keep? First, I just like, I just sat and thought about their age. So for me, I am able to keep more clothes, but because I'm able to take care of it, for them, I know they're younger and clothes is not, it's not even like a second thought to them. They're just there. I looked at all their clothes and I thought there are seven days in a week. You need at least a few nice outfits for church days and so I kept about five nice shirts and they're hanging up and I kept about eight of everything else because that's all you need one for every day and then we have I mean like one swim trunks certain amount pair of shoes because it's such an afterthought for them they're not really looking at their clothes as like a huge loss it's mostly their toys and so when it came to toys I got one of the one of our little bins and it's a pretty small one, and I just said, if it doesn't fit in the bin, we can't have it. And automatically, Joel just started stuffing stuff in the bin. He was like, it fits in the bin, it fits in the bin. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't, though. And so I took everything out of the bin, and I just told him, I said, you're able to keep nine things. And it was hard. And the reason I said nine things is because a lot of their toys is upstairs in the living room. So if the toys are going to be in your room, they have to fit in the bin. So he kept nine things and everything else was gone. We donated everything else. Uh, Mila, how do you think that focusing on chores has helped you now as a young adult? I feel like, again, it, it really made me try to plan out for my day. I'm trying to be as organized as I can be with my day because I know I have to get those things done. Mila, I would like to say a blessing over you, sweetie. You are very level-headed, and I say that in a beautiful way because you have a very focused and steady character, and you are able to show your faith and trust in the Lord in a way that is going to, here at home, already has helped you work with your brothers. Each of them has... Each of them is amazing, but they each have strong personalities, and you have a strong personality. And so I know that you're not in in the business world yet, or you're not in a corporate setting, but you have learned how to work with your brothers, and that's going to serve you well, because you're going to go, and you're going to start businesses and do great things in a way that honors the Lord, and you're going to do it in a way that is going to be successful, but you're not going to get caught up with the success, because you value people. So I know all these years being at home and working on chores and all that stuff, we did it knowing that it was the right thing to do. But now we get to see a little bit more you as a young adult. And we just have to stand back and we're like, wow, she's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Love you, Mama. And the really amazing thing is that any good thing that we want, if you're a Christian, when you're in Christ, that the Lord wants that for you even more. So if you want success in this area of parenting, like how do you help your children look at chores differently? How do you help them enjoy this? You can ask him for help. You're made in his image. He loves you. He's for you. Remembering that is going to help you approach your child from that stance. Not like, oh, you failed again. Here we go. That's I gravitate towards that. Jesus is much better about being encouraging. But you can go full of faith and hope and a positive expectation of good because this is God's desire for your family. It is God's desire that you would be able to work together and enjoy and have fun, whatever the responsibility is that you're tackling. Um, if you find a resource, like one book that we really enjoy that 
I can read, and I'm not saying that the author's intention is heavy, but when I read it, my attitude can get very heavy. And I have to remember, okay, I'm going to take the good from this book. I'm going to see what's a fit for our family. And I'm going to do it in a way that is very much putting this back on Jesus. Like we're going to use his strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength to do whatever the responsibility is. And um, I can I can glean from books. I can take from books, but I have to do it with the right attitude. And whatever is not going to help, whatever is burdensome or heavy, then it's okay. I don't have to I don't have to, you know, actually put it into practice the exact same way. A resource that we really relied on when the kids were little and I haven't looked at it, but I still keep the book because I think there's a lot of good stuff in there and maybe our girls one day when they have their families would like to use it is Managers of Their Chores by Stephen and Terry Maxwell. There are a lot of good resources. My encouragement though is that whatever resource you use, look at it from this is God's heart is that we would have good success in this area because we are blessed to be a blessing. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. You could have spent it anywhere. You spent it with us. Share this with a grandparent or another parent, and we look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Have a blessed day. Thank you for spending time with us today. Check out our link below and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that we helped you by unlocking a new way of seeing homeschooling. Who else needs to hear this? Only you know. So take action and share it. Because remember, homeschool unlocked. It's not school. It's life.